there's only one other table in this central area that they have. I go over, uh, get the apple cider, kind of come back. My wife sits back down. She's like, do you see who was over at that table? I didn't see. And I went back over and I looked and it was just Kanye. No way. Just sitting at the table. Crazy. The only other person there. And right now, I don't know if you've been following the Kanye news. Kanye's been missing for a month. And people are like, his managers can't get in contact with him. People are like, has something happened to Kanye? Nobody knows where Kanye is. He's at the Amangiri, bro. He's just over there chilling, dude. <laughs> Everybody else is signing NDAs. I'm not signing shit, dude. Kanye's at the Amangiri. <laughs> Cheesing. The biggest smile I'd ever seen on his face. You could have seen every one of his fucking perfectly white teeth, and he was just fucking hanging out. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Oops the Podcast today. I am joined as ever by Julio Gallarotti to my left. Yes, sir. And a very special guest, multi-time King of the Dot champion. Love that. <laughs> uh, battle rapper extraordinaire. Love that. Acerbic wit possessing host of Son of a Boy Dad, uh, contributor on The Yak, and so many other hats that he wears. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Roan for Roan. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I'm super fired up to be on here just because I really, uh, I think you guys are funny as fuck. So thank you for having me on thank here. Thank you, yeah. man. Thanks thank for you, joining man. us. It's an, it's an honor to have you. Good to have you in the mix. Yeah. Oh, hell yes, dude. Uh, <laughs> Julia, when, when are we getting you uh, full time at Barstool Sports? To, uh, would, would, do you want to, do you want to come into the office every this day? That's what he does. <laughs> dude, listen, I, I'm like very open to it, you know? I know that. Uh, First you. Then you guys. Let's get this full-time shit rolling, dude. I think it's time. I think we've proven our, proven our metal. You know, think- you know, this is what's going to happen, right? That clip will go out and then, or get clipped somehow, yeah. and then it's going to be like Dave being like, why do these guys think that they're being offered a job at Arsenal? <laughs> and then we're all going to get in trouble for it. And it's all because he's just he's gleefully, <laughs> gleefully stirring the pot, dude. Gleefully stirring the pot. Throwing his yo-yos at people. <laughs> yeah. Banging his little tin drum. It is. I have a, a mischievous streak. but it's it very is mischievous. It's for good, dude. I don't want you to think me no, trying no, no. to get you a full-time job is mischief. <laughs> no. That is It's very much appreciated. I appreciate it. I did a TikTok video one time around the office where I, I threw everybody scissors. <laughs> <laughs> A little insight into my brain. <laughs> TikTok took it down. <laughs> Did they? Dude. It's impossible to make content for TikTok that doesn't get taken down. I'm banned. I didn't even post anything bad. <laughs> really? I'm permanently preemptively? banned. Permanently banned. Are you serious? Yeah. I have to start a new account. Why? I, dude, I've been posting the same stuff we post on here mostly and then just like nothing bad. What was the one that got you banned? I don't even know. I think it was like, I think it might have been the Afghanistan one where I just said gun. I said the word gun. And the TikTok guy here was like, talking about guns and girls and (laughs) talking about fuck shit. He's like, that's going to get you banned, dude. (laughs) But what if they like, what what if someone was, what what if there's a news story? I feel like you're just kind of reporting facts. I know. About guns. I know. Just be careful, everybody out there on TikTok. Mm. If you love your TikTok. It was not like you were like saying propaganda, like buy your kids a gun or some crazy Dude, shit. Dude, I never posted anything that bad ever on TikTok. 
and got permanent banned. What so. the fuck? That's yeah. not right. I feel like they could apply to get you out of jail, out of TikTok jail. I've been like really trying. They I have them helping me. I have my my people I work with helping me. Like everybody's trying. Nobody's doing has been able to do anything. Mm. That's fucking whack. I'm toast, mm. dude. How much do you guys love TikTok? Do you love it or do you not? Zero. Yeah. I am a zero TikTok. Really? I have my moments. And by the way, I, I realize that that's to the detriment of my career. Is it conscious? Yes. That you're you're staying off of it? Um. Yeah. And I, I have an account. Ryan runs it. Uh, I never... I, the idea was I was going to give him a video to post on there. And we did that for a bit. It, you know and then ran out of steam and i will i refuse to look at it because i don't want to be sucked into their vortex yeah because you'll find out you're gay or something yeah. like that you'll yeah. be like this algorithm's incredible exactly <laughs> well, it's just by the way i know that from instagram yeah i don't need that validated by another app okay right. my now my whole instagram feed right now is just muscular guys moody muscular guys showing what they eat for lunch and it's always rice really they eat so much rice they open their refrigerator and by the way they have great fridges they always have good fr- sub-zeros and it's just tupperware containers of ah oh, here's my sixth rice of the day actual rice or a finwa uh pharaoh and couscous and all yeah that. finwa <laughs> quinoa sorry quinoa. no but that makes sense pharaoh and quinoa finoa, finoa yeah finoa <laughs> or it could be fake quinoa um no it's uh yeah no white rice they're eating white rice five times a day with you know one day one meal with chicken one meal with fish and stuff like that and they're they're tired of it man but i they they're committed I thought the Jack guys were off rice. I thought that they'd stopped eating rice. I don't know. I guess I'm wrong. I'm, my, my algorithm's different. <laughs> Am I getting old? Dude, what's up with Jack content? guys? What are they eating? I'm curious. No, because like maybe there's, uh, you know, rice is anti-inflammatory. Like, I don't know. There's always some new shit. I think it's the simple carbohydrate of it that mm. they need for that third lift of the day. Is you, that how many times they're lifting? Oh, yeah. They're lifting a lot, dude. Are they're, you lifting around regularly? I, uh... In, in in the middle of the night last night, I saw a TikTok that told me what I needed to do to get jacked arms, and I popped up right away and grabbed some free weights, and I was swinging around 10-pound <laughs> 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 free weights, as if I was going to get big in five minutes with 10-pound free weights. So, no, I'm not lifting a lot, dude. I'm in terrible shape. But... You'd make a great suburban housewife. <laughs> yeah, Just that daily anger walk through the neighborhood with Trudging. the 10-pound weights, <laughs> gossiping about how the neighbor's dog is barking all the time. White Range Rover, and I'm committing like small crimes while nobody's watching, like knowing that I could get away with it, like running over someone's mailbox that like looked at me wrong or something yeah. like that. That's me. You <laughs> marched in the Black Lives Matter protest, <laughs> yeah. but you also called the cops on the neighborhood picnic, you know. muttering slurs. <laughs> yeah, like one foot in the Karen pool, one foot in the civil rights pool. That's me, 100. Yeah. percent I, I, I would dominate, and I'm waiting for that. Even Ebony was just out there being like, I was like fake beating up Spider. She's like, you punch like a dad. You have no children, but like even your little punches are like very, very suburban and fatherly. I'm waiting to settle into that. It's coming. I'm sure that. it's coming. Yeah. Well, uh, nice, so, so, so Roan, one thing that I admire and appreciate so much about you mm. is your willingness to not only spend money, but to... <laughs> Let me let me even preface this preface. <laughs> let me preface this preface. I was wondering where we, we, go. we love spending money. 
Yes, you we guys, love it. I, I, that's one of the things I've gleaned from this podcast. <laughs> you appreciate luxury. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Why are we you have, dying laughing? Over we don't this? hold it's back. True. We, it's just, true. we talk about doing dumb shit with our money. We do. We do. We do. We, we do dumb shit. And um, totally. And it's fun, man. It's fun. This is not a podcast of trying to be relatable. We are relatable, I think, in many ways. But but as far as uh, being financially irresponsible, it's it's a battle. Totally, um, totally, and and I think that this is the prime time in your life when you should be doing that. Yeah. Uh, I think that we're we're all uh, making uh, money. We're we're all decently uh, compensated, and I'm I'm gonna think I'm gonna think part of my life. I'm gonna dual income, no kids part of my life. Yeah, so it's yeah. like this is the time yeah, where I'm trying to um, you know really wring it out and get all the juice from the fruit right now while I can right. before. Before I have children, you know, begging at me, like, but, but like want, wanting to, my attention and yeah. my resources and everything like that. This is a right. selfish time in my life, admittedly. Yes, 100%. and and that is a great realization to have. You've had it before it was too late. And uh, I will preface that preface by saying that Roan fundamentally is one of the hardest working people at this company. You have a more full plate than just about anybody Maybe other than obviously like Big Cat and some of you know some of the more obvious people, but you work your ass off, and as a result, you earn your right to the generous vacation policy they have here, and you're not somebody who's afraid to take vacations. Totally, and nobody gives you shit for it because everyone knows how hard you work. I think some people online are like, "Oh, Rones on another vacation again," but it was like it's like New Year. I mean, I I don't I truly don't care because like. Yeah. uh there was a time in my life where I would have killed to be able to take a vacation. When I was doing all the battle rap shit, like a, a, a window into battle rap, that you get paid maybe a thousand or two thousand dollars for a battle rap. And there were times when I'd be doing that as my main job, and I'd do maybe like six, seven, maybe eight a year. But if we're doing say fifteen hundred, maybe two thousand, I'm making less than sixteen thousand dollars a year yeah. off of my main thing. Yeah. Poor. That's you know poor. what I mean? I was I was poor and I was like fucking scrounging money and like buying a dollar fifty breakfast sandwich in the morning, eating half of it for breakfast, saving half of it for lunch, with okay. a vision that maybe someday I'd be able to fucking bust my ass and get to a point where I could fucking ball out and, and eat spend the money. whole breakfast sandwich <laughs> yeah. for breakfast. That's right. Eat the whole breakfast. thing all at one in one <laughs> when sitting. When it's warm, it was aspirational, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Instead of a hockey pocket lunch, a cold ass egg sandwich. And this yeah. went on, you know, for, for years with just an eye towards getting towards that. And there were times when that even made me depressed. And like, not only was I skinny because I couldn't eat, but I got even skinnier because I was like, man, what the fuck am I doing? I saw the people that I went to school with. And their lives Bro, were progressing. I've been there. This is so. This is ringing really clear with me. For sure. You know, like yeah. the, the everybody is getting their jobs, and everybody is getting their next step of their lives, and they're going out on the weekends. And I feel like I can't even go out yeah. because I know to the cent how much is in my bank account. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. like what what like uh, wh- where I'm at, and like uh, it's not where I want to be. And so it's like I, I even in the back of my mind, while the front of my mind is saying fuck money, like capitalism sucks like the back of my mind is like if i ever get some fucking money i'm i'm going to like light it up i'm going to live it up and the way that i like to spend money is on food and travel Mm -hmm. those are the things that really i feel like enrich me and make me feel like my life experience is more rounded 
and more full. And I, I know that that's, I, I know you love food. I know you love to, to go to awesome places like your honeymoon, your episodes where you talk about your honeymoon on here. Like that, that's, I know that's your shit. And I know that's your shit. <laughs> I know that's what you love. That's what I like, bro. You're tell tell me about it, bro. You're not wrong. No, but bro, I, it's very relatable. Like, I remember times where I would get invited to someone's wedding somewhere, and I, like, they thought I was being a dick by not going, but I'm like, dude, I literally just don't have, I, like, have $100. <laughs> like, that is all. Julio I, sold his blood. I used to sell my blood, dude. <laughs> that was in college. That was in Your college. Blood. Yeah, sold blood. Blood. On the black market? Or no, what? no, there's a blood place, bro. <laughs> Sounds like, like black market. 50 bucks for like a quart, which is a lot. <laughs> I didn't realize how much blood the body had. It's so much That's like blood. a large percentage of your blood. I'm just thinking about a quart of milk. <laughs> yeah, I'm filling quart. that with blood. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude. That's way past the Oakhurst label. <laughs> I know. I know. But you have to live clean to do that, don't you? You can't. You can't even be smoking weed. I was you? like twenty, dude. No, I was doing whatever I want. I wasn't like. Doing oh, really? Anything. Well, I wasn't really. I was playing sports. Yo, in college. this wasn't a good blood play. No, dude. But, no, no. But they weren't. No, they were doing research with the blood. They weren't like giving it to people. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like a research blood place, and you could only donate every three months because you fucking run out of blood. I had no idea. <laughs> I was counting down the days so I could go back, dude, and like get pale pumped. and weary, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. And now I think about it, I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, I was at the casino the other day. This is pretty funny. I saw this guy just at like the $500 minimum blackjack table, like getting crushed, like losing a lot. And I saw him in the like convenience store, you know, they have like a little store to buy like soda and snacks. And I was like, Oh man, like how you doing over there? Like you went in. He was like, no nah, man. He's like me and my girl. He's like, we're down 17,000 in two days. I'm like, what? He goes, but hey, you can't take it with you. I'm like, dude, you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> For now, you can. <laughs> this is really premature to be using this policy, dude. Right. You need that, to get that, it together. He's saying he can't die with money? He's saying, mean? like, yeah, when you die, you can't take it with you. But I'm like, you intend to die soon? Like, yeah. You're a young yeah. man. It's dude. one thing if you're the octogenarian at the slot machine with an oxygen tank exactly. next to them. It's yeah. like, okay, they can't they take it with them. Right? Yeah. You can go invest in a, a home. You're good. <laughs> Light fixtures. Yeah. Many years. Yeah. You have many years. Um, it's fun. Um, okay, well, uh, I didn't mean to get sidetracked there. No, that's that was great. Well, qu yeah. Quick question for you, Ron. Did you have other jobs or side hustles that you did while you were doing battle rap? So there was a couple things that I did. Um, first, I worked at a roast beef restaurant called Ye Old Ale House in Lafayette Hill, Pennsylvania, where I would cut hand slice roast beef under a red light at a bar with a horseshoe that surrounded it. A very like local community neighborhood bar where people would come after a high school football game and we were just like the star of the fucking show people would come and just watch <laughs> me and my two friends as we just bullshitted and cut roast beef just we would just have really good banter going on even one day someone came into our uh the i almost called it an office it was a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> someone came into uh, the restaurant and uh the guy was like i i wrote a book and it's called on and it's about being on in your everyday life and it's about just like being present and being like turned on and awake to everything that life has to offer. I wrote this book and you guys exemplify that so much. Just the way that you're cutting beef. He gave us a signed copy of this book because it just was us so much. So like whatever job I've had, I've really enjoyed it. So I was a roast beef cutter. Then I sold websites to Catholic churches. I would cold call, cold call Catholic churches because my roommate at the time was like making these websites. I would cold call Catholic churches be like, hey, do you need a website? Because who's got fucking money? 
uh-huh. the Catholic Church, dude. They're swimming in it. Uh-huh. They've got all the cash. Uh-huh. And so I did that, and then I worked for a website called Uji where like it was like a pop culture website. I was the only white person that worked there. It was this uh this dude that worked for IBM, this black dude that worked for IBM in the eighties, and he's like, I'm gonna make like a like a vice style network or something like that. And it failed miserably. No one went to the website or whatever, but he was hiring people and so that was my last job before I worked at Barstool. And at the time I was, you know, battle rapping on the side, like trying to cobble together like I was getting some like pilots, like I shot like some like MTV shows and shit like that, like very small, like uh, too, yeah. like uh, in in the rotation of when like dude code or guy code, guy code or whatever, yeah, yeah. like that type yeah. of shit was, or, or like um, like the Jesus and Miro, like I was in that that mm-hmm. like uh, like orbit of um, auditions and it was shit a good like time, that. dude. It was a good time. <laughs> so, I'm so surprised you never ended up on uh, the Nick Cannon show. Wild and out. Wild and out. Did you have an audition for that? Uh, they they actually started offering it to me uh, tor- towards the end there, uh, but that was like as I was getting into barstool, and even my first year at barstool, they they offered me, and then since then they offered me like uh, a a couple times. Fair enough. So so they they offered me a spot on the show, but it's like uh, it's it's almost it's like it's they they throw you through the ringer on those shows, like ep- like six episodes in a day and shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a very uh, in, and then. Jokes are getting cut left and right. Yeah. It didn't seem like yeah. uh it's but like I auditioned for that and I actually I got a call back. No big deal. I did good on my audition. <laughs> like they made me like make up a song and like I made the guy laugh, I guess. And then in the callback I even remember him like pointing at me. But then I just got drowned out by these like really fucking like ruthless, strong personalities that like it's and I was like, Oh, that's like what this show is gonna be if I end up if I yeah. were to end up on it. I don't totally. know if I could cut it. Like it totally. would just be too too crazy, mm-hmm. and you become a token white guy too, kind of. And right. it's like the the types of jokes that they're looking for are like very surface level. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I I'm beyond that. Like I don't mind surface level or like basic jokes, but uh, you you're just like the white like nerdy white guy number one right. type of thing. Like mm-hmm. uh, oh, your dick's bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, that's what they want. You know? yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, how did you get into that uh, like circuit of auditions? How, how how did you wind up in that stand up? Like at the at that time, this may have even been before you were like around. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I, I never, I didn't know what guy code was. Yeah, so I did a couple episodes of girl code too, like some of the sketches. I was never like one of the talking heads, but like just being in stand up, being in the mix, like you went out for MTV shit. Everybody, and dude, actually, this is crazy. So I did, I made a pilot. I used to do like, I have a rap character. It's like, uh, I, I suspect it's very different from like what you do. It's like, it's just like, my whole idea was to make a character that people thought was real on the internet. And it didn't really like take off that much. Like my page got fucked up because I was posting on Reddit and they're like, we torpedoed your page, you fucking loser. <laughs> like, why? why did they torpedo it? Because I was posting it in the threads being like, look at this guy. <laughs> but it was me. <laughs> and what was that? Like, uh, the, like you were just like posting like rap, rap videos. So like, like the that? first video, this character, the character made was it's his name's Lil Young Big. Is, some of his videos are still up there. Uh, he was That's naked. Hilarious. He was just naked. Uh, and like, but, you were like but spitting like and also sort of like a southern style there was this whole backstory so anyway I decided I was going to make a documentary as the character and basically like during the documentary the character has fake sex with somebody on stage that looks extremely real and there's like a lot of nudity it's just crazy I sent <laughs> dude it's crazy it's like four minutes it's, totally the cra- it's crazy like I would never even put it out it's like too crazy 
If you, if you it sounds it. awesome. It's pretty cool, but dude, <laughs> it sounds awesome. It's cool, but like I you're couldn't put fake it. Up. Bro, you're so confident, dude. It was so you fake sex, and the character's like, "Yeah, man. Sometimes, like during a concert, man, I just need to feed." And then it just like cuts to him having sex on stage. It's crazy. How are you gonna shoot that? I shot it. What? It's 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 done. I don't at, do, I don't but, do this anymore. But, but at, at, at like a show, so it was like a real show, like a real show. It was what? like it was like during the kind of like. I felt like mockumentary stuff was like really strong during that time. Uh-huh. So it was supposed to play like that. Like yeah. here's this character. He's from wherever. Like he, there was this whole intricate story. Anyway, I made that thing and it was off the heels of this video we shot that was doing pretty well. I sent it to MTV to the MTV person and she replied being like, if you're going to send me porn, you have to tell me in advance and never spoke to me again. <laughs> no way. <laughs> she never spoke to they me. They probably again. had a communal office setting and she like clicked on it as like uh. everybody could see her screen. Or dude. Something. Yeah. But like probably I was like, she doesn't get it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is high art. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, That's but so dude, funny. Yeah, not... But guy code launched a ton of people's totally. careers. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, wasn't Stefano, Pete, Pete, Pete was on it. Schultz was on it. Schultz was the face of it. Aquafina, like Carly Aquilina. But uh, Aquafina, the uh, oh Aqu- Aquafina, <laughs> Aquafina, yeah, the yeah. rapper. But Girl Code. Aquilina too. Yeah, because yeah. dude, Guy Code was on MTV too. But then Girl Code was on proper MTV, and Girl Code like properly blew up. Yeah, like I remember Carly like really catapulting in a very short period of time for me. And in the comedy world, I haven't seen that that often. Mm-hmm. People who like even within the industry, have like a quick jump. Usually from the outside, it's like, oh, he just popped off, but he's been doing it for 10 years. And it was awesome. It was like a cool place. It it was almost like, I I wouldn't say it was like SNL, but it was like in a cool way, launched a bunch of people's careers and was a breeding ground for people to ascend to the next level. It was a desirable landing point. Mm. It was the thing for a comic. You wanted to get that. You and know? like, yeah, even going into the MTV offices and they're like, yeah, Roan, like it, we're a lot of talk about your name in here. But mm-hmm. it was just this like, mm. like kind of <laughs> cock sucking, like Viacom corporate type of thing. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. it just like it, it just was very like uh, fa- fake, transparent. It, did you know that then? No, Could I was excited. Tell? Okay, I, I was excited at yeah. any sniff. Of course. Like, oh, totally. they're telling me that I'm going to get like this yeah. like, thi- like thing. I was counting my chickens. You know, Taking I, selfies in the waiting room? <laughs> yeah. going to pop off, bro. I swear to God, I probably could find the selfies of, of myself in the Viacom. I did that at Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> oops. Yeah, seriously. How prescient. Well, like, you guys that calling it oops and yeah. then having the whole box. It works. It, the theme still works. It is so funny <laughs> I keep, we keep fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny, dude. It, it's just so uh, on point. Yeah. Great call by both of you. I gave my dad two pairs of bird dogs pants for Christmas. Oh, how thrilled was he? Well, he has not taken them off. <laughs> He's a man who puts on a pair of pants and he'll sleep in them and wear them the next day. He's a solid dude. Because they're already on. Your dad's the man. He is. I appreciate that. He's a great guy. So really is your like dad. And Thank you. we should get him some Bird Dog's pants. We should. I think he'd like I them. I think he'd like them. Yeah. Um, Bird Dog's pants, guys, great for the dad in your life, but also great for you. We wear them constantly. They are our pant of choice. They've got the built-in underwear liner so that you don't have to wear boxers. And that may not sound like something you don't need in your life, but trust me. Guess what? You once, need it. Once you take boxers or briefs out of your life, it's tough to go back. It's one like less thing to remember. It really is. You know, like you know when you're preparing to go to the gym or something and you're packing your bag of your stuff, like I, the amount of times I've forgotten underwear during that process 
happens. Happens Every all once in a while. the time. And it's nice to know that you actually don't literally need them at all because you have a built-in underwear liner that's more comfortable than the underwear themselves. Bingo. Guys, trust us. Go get some Bird Dogs pants, shorts, joggers, all the works. Check out what they've got at birddogs.com. Use promo code OOPS and you will get a patented, authentic Bird Dogs tumbler. Keep that drink hot or cold in your hand for as long as you'd like. Uh, birddogs.com, promo code OOPS. Well, okay, so all of this leads to, um, I guess, uh, you got Barcel. Yeah, right. And, and okay, but now you've done so well here. You do so many different things. You are truly, uh, I, I want to say, a Draymond Green character here. I like that. A, a full utility. Small dick uh, elevate, punches teammates. <laughs> elevate <laughs> everything. <laughs> However you classify Draymond. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and you uh, you recently went on vacation uh, over this break, and you went to? A place called Amangiri. Oh, sick. And I didn't know that it had the gravitas that it does, dude. I didn't know. Come on. I, I really, I, I didn't realize that it's noted as one of the best hotels in yeah. the world. It's the like spot, it's, dude. It's really within that conversation. And uh, my wife was really into it. And I was like, what, whatever. Like, How did like, you guys choose it? Um, because we were, because of the Arizona Bowl. Because oh. we were going to be in Arizona for the bowl game regardless and uh it's kind of in southern utah right on the cusp of arizona lake powell Powell area and uh so it in my mind it's uh approachable and it's hard to get to it's approachable if you're in arizona it's hard to get to for any other reason so we were going to be out there we decided that we would try to make a meal of it and even as i was telling other people like i was telling dave about it he's like even dave's like how did you get a room there like we booked it only like a month and a half, two months beforehand. Yeah. But we were going to spend New Year's there. There, So I guess a lot of people weren't going to spend New Year's mm-hmm. there. And um, as two fellows who love luxury, let me tell you guys. <laughs> yes. 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 This is what we live for. <laughs> Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Tell us everything. There was nothing like this place yes. from every aspect from every Come aspect on. like I've, I've been to some nice hotels should, should i should i list off some bona fides of yeah, nice yeah, hotels yeah, because yeah. i feel like this is a safe place like the the uh like the four seasons in hawaii where they okay. filmed yes. white lotus yes. the, the what's first that season. one called kyle's kapalua bay or something like that so, something like that yeah, yeah so, something like that uh the the uh they got uh, a really good golf course beautiful yeah uh, like transcendent uh, is that uh, on maui it, it's in Maui. Yes, it's it's uh, just a, a, a top notch. Uh, the the Borgo San Andrea on the Amalfi Coast, one of the oh, most man. one of the most oh, incredible man. hotels, oh, just like a fucking top notch oh, hotel. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> Lily of the Valley in uh, in in Saint Tropez. It's uh, it's this like this, this beautiful top notch okay. high end lovely hotel, and as nice as that was. This place, I don't want to say it shits on them. <laughs> it was a, it was a level above. This wow. place was uh, just just a magnificent, transcendent. We drove there the night before, and so as we drove in, it had it had, it had fallen dark, and so we couldn't necessarily see. <laughs> night had fallen. The night had fallen. We couldn't see <laughs> what was around us as we checked into this hotel, and so the first night we get there, I was only there for for two days because it's expensive. Yeah, I spent. 
Lay frankly. It. Lay it on us. Three months rent. <laughs> wow. For two nights at the hotel. So you did, you did two nights? <laughs> two nights at the hotel. Yeah. So two nights, and, and we made it a, a full, uh, like, two and a half days. That's good. You don't have to tell us the price. That, that Maybe that's too It was, yeah, three months rent. <laughs> let's wow, let's, let's say that. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, and on the... Uh, staying the accommodations and all of the activities because we packed it in with activities. Yeah. So we got there and uh, it was dark. And so we couldn't necessarily see the surroundings and the ground that this uh, this hotel is built on, 690 acres of Navajo land. This fucking every, every... So I, I wake up the next morning and we're in a James Bond film. It really yeah, it is. It is. They it shot... like Spectre. No, they shot it there, didn't they? Did they? Didn't they shoot... The one where he he walks out with the girl and the, it's the bad guy's place. It's is it Spectre? It's it was the one that people didn't like. Uh, Daniel Craig that people did not like. Oh, Quantum well, of Solace. Maybe it might oh. have been. I'm pretty Spectre confident they looks shot like it, it too. The one with Chris uh, whatever his name. Amangiri. I thought they Probably. shot it at Amangiri. It's beautiful because it's uh it's minimalistic in its build. A lot of right angles. Yeah, uh, sort of like Adobe ish. Yeah, very yeah. Adobe. It's not overbuilt at all with an eye towards framing everything as the artwork is your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, instead of paintings on the walls, it'll just be kind of a, a square or rectangular opening to this immaculate, illustrious landscape, mm -hmm. canyons, buttes. I don't think I'd ever seen a butte before. Uh, a crested butte? A crested butte, and I was surrounded was by buttes. Yeah. <laughs> These were uh, so. What's a cre <laughs> was a crested butte? Does that have a, a rounded top? Let's not confuse buttes. For, not all not all buttes are crested. All right. Let's That's why sure I brought this that. conversation here yeah, because no, I knew no, no. we'd be able to get to the bottom know. of I'm it. I'm making that up. Maybe they are. Maybe they're all crested. But so the the first day that we're out there, um, we we uh, we we get massages. We sit in the the hot tub and have them bring drinks to us. These natural rock formations that they built a pool around. Only about. 40 rooms at this hotel, maybe fewer than 40 rooms, and everybody's signing NDAs. Like, the people that work there have to sign NDAs. Whoa. I didn't have to sign an NDA. Uh, celebrities <laughs> are there. Uh, 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 Justin Long is there, the guy from Shit's Creek. A lot, tons of celebrities just kind of <laughs> milling around very, very casually, very normally. But the coolest thing that we did on the first day was we went to Antelope Canyon and we went oh, through yeah. all of these magnificent and what was cool about it not only the uh, the scenery but our guide was so cool it was this Navajo dude you need a guide right you need a you guide can't go that one and he's so knowledgeable this Navajo guy named Raymond and we uh, we asked him like what is this what what's this uh, like what's what's your culture about like can you tell us about what it is to be a Navajo and he was like the best way I can tell you is to pray with you. And so he That's fucking... a pretty good impression, dude. Of a Navajo, right? <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, I'm ready to pray. Uh, yeah. Uh. Dude, he said... And I was like, "What? so what are Navajo people called? And he was like, the, the real name is Dine. The people. Yeah. That, like, that's what they call themselves. <laughs> Dine. And fucking... <laughs> he's good. fucking... So he sat, he sat with us and he fucking... He, he like prayed in Navajo with us, like telling us how they acknowledged the land, their ancestors. It just like felt like... Uh, this spiritual experience and as he talked about like how the canyons are shaped by like their exhales of their anxiety like it, it was just this this really like deep cool ass experience 
The dude took the fucking dopest pictures that I'd ever seen in my life. Obviously, he's just taking pictures all day. He's like, no one ever credits me for the pictures. So yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I am at dinner <laughs> yeah. on Instagram. It was, it was. So if I post pictures, I'm gonna make sure that I tag Raymond. But one of the <laughs> <Raymond>. <laughs> but one of the most compelling stories he told, he was like, this hotel tried to buy my family's land. They wanted 600 acres. So they tried to buy land from my grandmother, but my grandmother was like, no, I want these like whatever 600 acres that we have. Like, I want my grandchildren to be able to see it as I saw it because this land is going to change. And the way that they live on this land is like deeply um, connected to the land. Mm. They still farm down by the river and they're planting squash and they have cattle and they have sheep that run rampant around it. And during COVID... One of the people from their village went into a city and they came back and all the elders who, who kind of live by, by the river and do all this farming, they all died. From COVID. From COVID. Like, Antelope Canyon was closed for like two years. Yes, dude. And, yeah. they, they, and the Navajo Nation, they still make you wear masks because they still have wow. this like susceptibility. I mean, it's like smallpox blankets all over again. Like right. literally these, yeah. di- these diseases, these foreign diseases are still just like wiping out their uh their population which is fucked and it's super sad but like the like the 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 level of uh detail that that these people had the the like how cool this guy Raymond was and like we just like spent hours with him like just talking about their food and their music and their land it was just like such a cool transformative like uh, experience like that's what it's all about dude that's <laughs> what it's all about dude. it really was Seriously, it was so dope it's, it's like it's not even about. funny it was just like cool and fucking even my wife afterwards was like i i want to be navajo now and i was like dude <laughs> I, you know that that's a an ethnicity like it's you can't just yeah. be that it's not like a religion that you can like right. take up it's not like judaism where you right. can like practice <laughs> and, uh, but she she wanted it super badly and like it was just an incredible experience all the food we had and so the next day we're we're like we're we're going to we're going to really see this through and uh we did like a, a climbing thing we went through like a via ferrata which is like basically like a beginner's type of of climbing uh then after that we were like got lunch some of the best food we've ever had throughout the entire time incredible food and then we we hopped on uh horses after that rode horses around this fucking property fucking <laughs> She's she uh my wife is all dressed up like white head to toe uh and and all the people that had worked there had been so complimentary and so nice and such great guides but this horseback riding uh uh guide she just started working there and so she wasn't as like trained as everybody else so she was like why are you wearing that (laughs) she's like why are you dressed up like this she's like those are dancing boots not like cowboy (laughs) boots like that like why are you wearing that hat like basically just roasting my wife my wife has to keep this fucking hat on as she's riding around so she only has one hand on the bridle her horse keeps running away and so we we end the horseback riding like maybe maybe like 20 minutes early because we have to get back in and drive back to Las Vegas so I can get the red eye back. And so as we go inside and kind of sit down uh, like by the fire to warm ourselves before we get back, I go to get some of this apple cider they have. Fantastic apple cider. <laughs> There's only one other, uh, one other table in this central area that they have. I go over, uh, get the apple cider, kind of come back. My wife sits back down. And she's like, do you see who was over at the table? I didn't see. And I went back over and I looked. And it was just Kanye. 
No way. Just sitting at the table. Crazy. The only other person there. And right now, I don't know if you've been following the Kanye news. Kanye's been missing for a month. And people are like, his managers can't get in contact with him. Uh, like, people are like, has, is, has something happened to Kanye? Nobody knows where Kanye is. He's at the Amangiri, bro. He's just <laughs> over there chilling, dude. <laughs> Everybody else is signing NDAs. I'm not signing shit, dude. Kanye's at the Amangiri. <laughs> Cheesing. The biggest smile I'd ever seen on his face. You could have seen every one of his fucking perfectly white teeth. And he was just fucking hanging out, sitting at a table with another couple. And they couldn't have been more Catholic. These are the least Jewish people that I'd ever seen him sitting with, which, yeah. Was, yeah. which was super on point. But I was like, I felt like I was like, in my mind, breaking news. I was like, no, I, all I've seen on my feed, like rap radar, nobody knows where Kanye is. Yeah. He hasn't been in touch with anybody for a fucking month. And he's just chilling there, dude. He was just yeah. fucking posted up at the Amangiri, yeah. fucking riding horsebacks, talking to fucking Raymond about dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, wow. It was it was truly a preposterous fucking uh, turn of events. Like it wow. was it was the excitement that I had from like walking across these like rope bridges, like the the fucking like the high that I got from like conquering my fears of doing all this climbing was equally matched by just like seeing a rapper that I liked. Like yeah. it was a, a two pronged like luxury and celebrity, unreal, all, all at once, all encompassing. Wow, stimulating experience. What a great review. Sick, what a great story. It was. Gosh, it was so. It was so cool, and it was. It was. Uh, it was so fun. I. I highly recommend both of you guys to go there because I know that it was it's it's so up it's so up like both it's your gonna alleys. happen <laughs> that is the hotel of our generation Amangiri yeah. is like the you know the way they have those like those like Asuline books with like women of the 60s hanging out in the south of France like that's like Amangiri of our generation mm -hmm. this is like the cream of the crop fire spot to go and the thing I th and tell me if you agree with this but like a lot of the time at those kind of hotels it pisses me off how everyone's there thinks it's like whack to really act like you're enjoying it no everyone tries you're exactly right you know you're exactly right everybody's <laughs> like this is regular for me yeah exactly it's not it's not even if you're a fucking mega celebrity even if you're coming out from hollywood mm -hmm. this is top-notch service every piece of food that i bit into was a level above mm -hmm. every time that my masseuse touched my back i nutted a little bit every <laughs> single part of this was high-end luxury yeah. like that the, there's nothing normal about it and i don't think that it's even it's not even cool to act like shit is normal all the time Great. because it's not you need yeah. to be able to experience breakthroughs of enjoyment or else you're not enjoying anything yeah. like if it's all like at the same level like it has to come there has to be blips on the EKG where like you know that this is more than normal so you can really kind of lose yourself in this. I, I think that's a, a, a really good point both of you are making now. and it's one that I uh, really try to to do myself which is you know when I am in a luxurious situation I will actually make myself uncomfortable in the pursuit of exploring every corner of it. Swimming in the pool at Soho House. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no or, one swims in the pool, right? For, he does. You know, for example, like when, when we flew on, uh, oh, yeah. on Qatar Airways in the Q suite um, over to Kenya, you know, the whole purpose of that level of, of luxury in a, in a business class seat is to try to get as much sleep as you can. But I did not want to sleep for fear of missing some of the experience. 
Totally. I, they were like, you can order as much food as you want throughout the flight. And I was like, all right, I'm going to eat to the point where I feel sick. <laughs> I yes. want the tapas order to start. I yes. want I want the I want an omelet after that, <laughs> even though it's eleven PM. <laughs> yeah. Then I want this and I'm gonna drink, even though I don't want to drink. And I was drinking cocktails and I'm drinking, you know, I'm eating and I'm eating and I'm eating and you know, bring me another hot towel, please. Because uh, yes. you could sleep, you could sleep in at home. Yeah, you could have some regular ass meals at home. Yeah, you could show restraint intermittently, fast, skip meals at home. Right. This is a like this. This was two days that I was spending out You'll, there. You may oh. never go there again. You may never experience that again. So you deserve to, you know, steal things, <laughs> hand <laughs> towels, or you know, use 100%. an entire box of tissues uh, if you have the sniffles. Or they had this beautiful uh, body wash that w- was like the sage was local oh. from the desert. You could pluck the sage off, rub it between your fingers, and it smelled the exact same as the body wash. I emptied it onto myself. <laughs> yes. I, I used all of it and made them refill it the as next you day. Must. As I, you I must. had to because, like, uh, like I said, I, I didn't used to have like I, I used to dream of being able to do shit like that. Yeah. I'm going to fucking enjoy myself. I'm not going to let my little like uh, Catholic guilt get in the back of my brain and be like, you shouldn't be enjoying yourself. I'm not going to let some someone online be like, he takes a lot of vacations to be in, in the back of my head. It's like, no, no dude, I, I, I'm going to be alive one time. This is my shot. This is my chance to be able to, like, I'm going to be at this stage of my life one time. This yeah. is my chance to be able to fucking uh, live that uh, reality to the fullest extent that I want to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I- I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm going to fucking enjoy myself. Yeah. And I appreciate that you guys both have that same perspective and that this is a safe space. Yeah. It's a safe space. I'm willing for me to spend to... all my money traveling. I love it. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. I, I, I'm preachy about it too. Yeah. I think it's so important and I fucking love it, dude. This is good. Like you, this is like you're, you're sounding like a true rapper. Yeah. Like you got, you got it out the mud, dude. Right. You know exactly. I mean? Fuck them. You don't care if people don't like your vacation. Fuck them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And also all those people that are saying Roan takes too many vacations would do exactly the same thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's coming from a people, people who actually put their money towards, let's say, uh, charitable ventures or saving are not the people who are complaining online about wealthy people spending on fancy hotels. And that's my indulgence. I don't have like a nice car. Like my rent isn't inc- incredibly expensive. Like these were free from a sponsor. These are free from a sponsor. This is like Uniqlo. It's not like I'm. I'm not like really. I don't indulge in a lot of places, but I indulge in the things that really like make me happy, make me full, like make me excited. And these are the things that kind of make me excited. And also, also, really, Sick. I'm sure Sick. add so much color and, and wonder to your marriage. Totally. You know, it's that, a great, what a what a thing to like bond love yeah we get excited when we go to places we jump in the bed like we're we're like fired up about it like it's cool as fuck to us and like uh that that's what makes life really worth living to me uh i have this phenomenon or a theory which you know i think encompasses a lot of what you've said um which is uh, i call it the the comfort of 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 high of the highest price Mm. which is when you know you couldn't have spent more, there's relief in that. <laughs> no, no meat was left on that bone. There is the most expensive thing we could have done. <laughs> yeah, it had to have been the best experience. Yes, exactly. We couldn't. We didn't. We didn't say like ah, we don't necessarily need that. And it, it was. It's that, and it's combined with 
doing the most where you're at. So it's like there wasn't an hour of the day where I wasn't doing something. Unlocking every yeah. activity. Exactly. Yeah. Every single too. activity, making sure that I went to every corner of this, even within yeah. two days. Same as you on the plane. Like You're, you're going to have every meal that you can. You're going to mm-hmm. unlock every activity mm-hmm. that you can. Yeah. Dude, what a nice addition to a Christmas morning having Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. I gave it to all of my family. And every single one of them said, my God, we love you so much more <laughs> as a result of this gift. The smell of coffee does add something to a particular type of mood. Mm. We, we went for a long drive with Hill Dog, uh, and she brought some of her Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee in the car in a to-go cup. And my dad was like, I really love the way the smell of the coffee uh, kind of accentuates the mood. Mm. I was like, oh, that's quite nice. Wow, that is nice. Yeah. Dude, one thing I left out, too, of the story of my parents going to get the phone was that my dad, at one point during that, pulled over on the side of the road to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) And if he had had some to-go Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee, he would not have had to. My dad is a big, uh, I can't make it home safely. I need to do the responsible thing and sleep in this parking lot (laughs) 15, 20 minutes. And it's always because he's eating too many sugar and having a sugar crash. Ah, and as you said, a, a little dash of some Brooklyn Roasting Company in his life. Back some in the of the Oops Beans, our, our favorite coffee for us, not by, by us. us, but <laughs> involved. We're involved. We're involved. Uh, go to brooklynroasting.com. Check out our coffee, the Oops, Oops Blend, Oops Beans. Uh, use promo code Oops Beans. That'll get you 5% off. Brooklynroasting.com. Promo code oops beans. And uh, well, I, and and now I'm I'm uh the the thing that it gives you is hunger for the next thing, hunger for more. And so what I'm curious with both of you about is uh what places you aspire to kind of uh, go to. Yeah. So, so I can I gotta, steal them from. I got you. a couple <laughs> answers. Well, where I want to follow in your footsteps and, and hit that place because the reviews yeah. I've heard are universally. Uh, glowing. The Amman resorts obviously are up there, but so I didn't like, even know there was a world of Amman resorts. Oh, there's a ton. Yeah, and I, they're I, building I more. The book. They're uh, mostly in in uh, Asia, right? I've never been. They have any a of bunch. Them. They've won it. Yeah, they've won the Philippines, Wyoming. Vietnam. They have an Amman, an Amman here. They're, yeah, they're building it, it's right? Here. It's open. Oh, it is. Yeah, heard it kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, I heard that it's kind of antithetical to their to to what they try to do. I think they're trying to be like very natural and like one with. I think. Their other really well-known one, at least in America, is uh, Am- Amon Yara. Amon Yara. The one in Saint, I think it's in Saint Bart's or Saint. Uh, uh, yeah, Saint, maybe, one of, it's in know. the Caribbean. Okay, Turks and Caicos. Uh, that one. Well, let me ask you something, really quick. Did you um, what was everything included? What do you mean? Were your was your food included in your bill? No, you had to pay extra for food and drinks and drinks. Yes. Were your experiences included? No. So it's uh, you only are paying. You only get your ho- your hotel room. Yeah, but I mean, you have access. You to want the- that, bro? You don't want free shit. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Free shit's all, whack. All inclusive. Hold on resorts. a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. On our honeymoon, we stayed at the one and only Gorilla's Nest in Rwanda, and the one and onlys are another line like the same Amans. type of thing. Um, it's owned by the, a Dubai group from Dubai, a development company in Dubai, and they've got 12 properties and you pay a flat fee and everything is included. And there was, it's not, it doesn't mean it's like a cruise ship where it's like a buffet. It just means the price we're dinging you up front 
is unfathomable yeah. and nauseating. Yeah. But when you get here, you don't have to worry about getting a bill when you walk out the door. Interesting. Interesting. And, and that, that was on them or you're on their travel agent? Well, we. It's the only follow up. E- e- either, either way. We, I know, we, that, we, I know we paid, they have high end, all inclusive. We paid for, like, we paid through the agency, mm-hmm. but we, you could also book the hotel and it would be the same way. Gotcha, it's gotcha, all, gotcha, it, gotcha. it is all inclusive. Gotcha. All your booze. And it's crazy because, you know, they have, they do remind you as you walk in that, like, there are certain reserve wines that if you were to get them, they would be additional. Right. But they're how, like, the wines you have access to, are, you know, are 50, probably $100 bottles. It's not like you're skimping on the wines. And they, <laughs> we had dinner one night with this couple that we had actually been in Kenya with, and the guy really wanted a Hendrix and tonic. Hmm specifically not like not the gin they not had house gin yeah. they had ha- but it's not like well gin yeah you know it, it's good gin but he wanted hendrix hendrix and tonic because that's his drink and they were like we're really sorry but hendrix is extra <laughs> and he was like for real it's not like a you know it's like a 35 dollar bottle of right, gin it's not super high it's, it's not, not crazy gin and he we just thought that was very funny it's like oh you know you just let us eat he brought out a feast of food that would have been, you know, hundreds of dollars if we'd ordered it. Right. And yet, for it's some like reason... It's like a dollar shot of gin, basically. Yeah. Like, if it, if it breaks down from, like, a $35 bottle, however many shots are in a bottle, it's probably a dollar's worth yeah, of... Yeah, it really... It's not... It's not... Anyway. Um, but back to this question. Okay. Hotels that you... Okay, so I, I have, like a, like, a backstory to your question. To answer it. Of course. If that makes sense. Sorry if that's confusing. So I break up my trips based on places I can go with my girl and places that I want to go with my girl because she likes vacation. She says, I like trips. She likes vacation, which so, I think is kind of fire. What's the, the differentiating factor? The adventure of it? The vacation. Yeah. The vacation. You want to come back refreshed. She says, when I get back from vacation, I'm sick because I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's always sick. It's always sick. <laughs> just near death. Because you expose yourself to like a new people. You probably like brought COVID to the dinner people. <laughs> He's eating foods that are being sold under tents. Yeah, I'm trying know? to Markets. film. Yeah. I'm trying. Like I'm, I really use everything I got and I come home like done. So like there's places like that. There's mm. places where I wouldn't be allowed to go if I wasn't filming, meaning my family and my girlfriend, they wouldn't let me go. Mm. And I'm like, oh, but I'm filming something. And they're like, okay. Like I lied to my parents anyway. So anyway, I break it all up. So like I have the places that I would go with my girl. So like Japan, I'm going to do with my girl yeah. someday. You know what I mean? But like I Tokyo would like to- Tokyo or Kyoto or just everywhere? I'd like to- I haven't like wrapped my head around it because it's such a big- Have you gone before? No, I haven't. But I just was watching- Japan's uh, on my No list. reservations yeah. with the- oh, Yeah, just, just getting into my Anthony Bourdain trying yeah. to trying to plan shit. Yeah. So, dude, totally. I want to do that. I'm going to Iran with you, dude. Yes. <laughs> and people are on our ass all the time. I, I'm, I'm still 100% got, invested in so going. Yeah, I have a good update on this, which I'm, I think Donnie you, and you have already talked about it too because I talked to him about it. But it's, uh, all the guys that I've talked to in Iran are like, no shot. Like, it's not going to happen. However, Donnie found this like island where you don't need a visa. Yes. Did he tell you about this? That is a, that's a cheat for you if the yak people are on your shit too hard. We can go, but like going to proper Iran right now, I think would be difficult. But but what's the island called? Uh, Kish uh, yeah, Kish Island, Kish Island, yeah. Kish Island, or something like that. Mm. And it seems beautiful, palm trees and everything yeah. like that. So I'm still very interested in yeah. going 
Like I would go to at this point Iran, Texas, I R A A N Texas, as like a cheat that code. That exists. That does exist, oh, but I, I but I don't think that the Yak fans would accept, accept that. that. So I yeah. I would. I mean, let, let's go to yeah. Kish Island. We'll do a little three day shoot, dude. It'll be fun. Exactly. A hundred percent. Okay. So so those so Japan and Iran. <laughs> no, I think Japan, and then I I would like to go to every country. Is like my goal, kind of my Jesus decent Christ, goal. Dude. So just like picking apart. <laughs> no, there are there like three hundred countries. One hundred, I think one hundred ninety-seven. Jesus Christ! Dude. But dude, <laughs> if you break it down by, uh, like, what I'll do is I'll find the the times that I'm available, mm. and I'll just see where I can start off with like a good price for something on those kind of trips. So like, where can I find a cheap flight during this week? And then I'll be like, these are the places, and I just narrow it down. So everywhere to me is appealing. But like with my girl, it's like, yeah, Japan. Uh, like places with like good like like Saint Lucia, you yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that kind of trip. Mm-hmm. I want to do with her. Yeah. What about you guys? What's on your? Radar? Uh, there is an Amman in Patagonia. Oh shit! In wow. South America, and we have wanted to go to South America to Patagonia specifically. Um, and uh, I think that that would be the, a really good one for us. South America sounds awesome. Patagonia. We love hiking. You know, we hike at the same pace. Um, as each other, yeah, that's great. It's a <laughs> it's a big deal. It's yeah. a big deal. We are we we I I no no disrespect to my wife. She's intrepid. She's up for anything. But I'm a fucking. I have a lot of energy. Yeah, and I love exercising. Yeah, and I go hard. And the fact that you know me at 210 pounds, Mister Fitness over here, you know, and she's keeping up with me. Or, or at least walking, doing it at the exact same pace. There's no other sport that I can think of where, where that makes sense. There's things that she is better than me at, and whatever. But like that, for some reason, we are we are going. We stop at the same time for water breaks. We get hungry that is at the important. same time. It's like a very underrated. I've never even heard someone make that uh, yeah. ob- observation before. But I think that is really important. Just we, being on the same page in sync. It. We tackle the same grades uh, of slope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that one in uh, in Patagonia, Japan is definitely on our list. We do want to see the cherry blossoms in the spring, mm. but we're running out of time. Yeah, kids are uh, beckoning on the horizon yeah. yeah and that is just another it, and, and that's kind of where i've been at with my wife because we're on the same page uh like kit we will have kids someday and i think that that will uh draw from our ability and i i'm sure it will make my life full and rich in a different way but it's like this is a, there's a finite amount of time where you can be young and like hit these fucking hikes you know what i mean mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I, well, totally that's my dad's 75th birthday and we went to uh positano this this summer and so- uh and, and we're we're like you know you go to uh, the um, uh, Positano and you walk up like the first thing you do is walk up all these steps and like it, it's it's hard to walk up all those steps when you're 75 years mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. like when you have these springy knees and this fucking energy and this like wanderlust and this sense of adventure like that's the time to do the shit right you know totally what I mean? like, right totally over over Thanksgiving uh, I went to um, uh, like a like a small like an island in the Caribbean or whatever, and we talked to this old British couple about their travels and the times when they went to South America, and they're telling me about these big bugs that they ran into as they went down the Amazon, and how much they love to travel, and and uh, how their kids have grown up. And I was like, it must be awesome because like now you guys have like this freedom and you have more time. And they stopped me, and they're like, well, we don't have more time, and like it was it's kind of the sense that they have that like. You know that they're they're towards the ends of end of it, and like they they feel the pressure of time 
and they feel the like finite nature of life almost uh, weighing on them. And so they they don't feel like like it's more immediate that they need to get this shit done. And it's like, wow, I don't have that constraint at all right now. So let me fucking travel. Mm-hmm. Let me go to some some cool ass places and, mm-hmm. and let me get some adventures on. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's uh that's really what scratches fucking the itch. Yeehaw, dude! I love, love that. It. I love it. Poignant messaging. That's Hell a what a nice what a nice way to wrap up the yeah, episode. Yeah, we gotta dude. let you go to the yak. Well said, dude. Yeah, sorry if it wasn't super funny, but it was like what? Uh, you know what I mean? So many great hilarious. moments. Yeah, awesome! What an episode, awesome. uh, guys! Really, you can really check good. out Ron on uh, Son of a Boy Dad with Little Sass, um, in the yak and all of his other incredible work. Uh, thanks for joining us, pal. Good stuff, guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Where are they flying? Facts with Ryan. Just one today. Climbing Positano is about 1,800 steps. Wow. That's pretty good. That's A lot of steps. That's pretty good. A lot of steps. That's pretty good. Good fact there, Ryan. Julio, where can we find you performing live comedy? January 20th, uh, Coastal Creative, St. Petersburg, Florida. Really looking forward to that show. Um, there should be a couple of tickets left to that. And then... Uh, DC Improv, 3rd to the 5th of March. And then in April, I'm in Yonkers, Rhode Island, and Atlanta. Tickets are going to be on my website, notjulio.com. Awesome. Uh, guys, you know it. I'm on the Hero We Need tour starting February 1st at Philly Helium. That's just about sold out. And then we are going to Atlanta, the Earl, and then Nashville Zanies um, that weekend, February 4th and 5th, I think. And then on to... Uh, Minneapolis, Chicago, Austin, Dallas, and San Francisco. Tickets are at my website, francisellis.com. Hope to see you guys there. Thank you so much.